So I, I I'm gonna quickly just overview the the Ahmed Aleph and the Daf, and I want to get into Rabbi Yechon Rish Lakish on Ahmed Base, and then if we have time, get back to on Ahmed Aleph the Tosfos as well. He's a big he said these things. So the the previous Gemara, the previous Gemara um, had a question from Levi to Rebbe. Levi asked Rebbe why. Did the Mishnah only count 15 and not more? And um, uh, um, he says, and Rebbe responded, it's a plukta, but kamari. It's not, Rebbe actually responded, he said, you, you, you didn't turn your brain on today. What kind of question is that? And the question we have is, what was the basis of Rebbe's, uh, uh, Rebbe's disappointment in Levi's question? The Gemara says the Pluktula Kamari Al Mishnah is only things that are absolutely going to be Isser Erva and not possible and, and not a um, not have Yibum. And and the, in this this sixteenth case that he wanted, which was um, the a, a woman that his father had relations out of out of wedlock, whether that would be an Isser or not. And that's Machlekas whether it's Asr Tim or not. Now. Uh, the Gemara's essential uh, uh, work, work through was that we have a, a, a Bryce of, of uh, Rebichia that in each one of the cases, it is possible to, uh, to have uh, two sisters and a, a Sura Lazet, Muteras Lazet. If, if for some reason one is going to be two, two sister wives, two Tsaris, right? And if one of them is prohibited to one of the potential, um, to one of the potential meyamin, uh, so then it would be permissible. And, so essentially, the, just to go through the end of last week's daf, you have three brothers, three brothers, Ruvain, Shimon, and Levi, and Ruvain is married to uh, two women. Um, and now, um, now he, he he passed away. So the two bro- remaining brothers have the two Yuvamin, and uh, um, each one can do a yibum to either one. If they came from two different brothers, now each one is achus zukukasim. That means there were four brothers that passed. Uh, that uh, four brothers. Each one married to sisters. So Ruben was married to Rachel, and Leah, uh, and Shimon was married to Leah. And now these two passed away, and there's two remaining brothers. Each one of them cannot do Yibo. Why not? Because each one has an obligation to do Yibo to both, meaning each one of them is the wife of his Zakuka. Again, Zika works that when. Ruvain passed away. His one wife is now obligated to all three of these, uh, but not really to this one because he's married to the sister. So to either one of these. So Rachel, his wife, Rachel, his widow, is obligated in 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 Zika and therefore in Yibum to both or either of the remaining brothers. Call them Levi and Yehuda. Two separate people, not Levi Yehuda, Levi and Yehuda. Yeah. So uh, Rachel is obligated in uh, is, is Zakuk, right? The Zika passing of Ruvain's marriage over to Levi and Yehuda, each one. Now, when Shimon also dies, and what's left is uh, uh, Levi and Yehuda, Rachel. Uh, um, as well is obligated in Yibum from both of them. So neither can do Yibum. Why not? Because if he, if, if let's say Levi wants to do Yibum, to anyone he's going to do Yibum, the other one is already also Zakuk to him, meaning it's essentially his somewhat wife's sister. Each one of them is somewhat his wife because he's inherited a marriage from the brother. He has Zika from the deceased brother to Rachel and separately from the other deceased brother to, to, to Leah. Therefore, each one of them is his wife's sister. 
his his zakuka, right, which is the term for a zika kind of marriage, this this beginning of a transferred marriage, he is a, 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 a sister. So each one of them cannot do uh, yibum, but they have to do chalitza because the zika happened. What Rabbi uh, Rabbi Chia's Bryce says is that if, however, one of them is prohibited, so then it's not his wife's. Uh, sister, because the, the Zika cannot come to him. She never came, so it's not a sister to his wife, because that Zika couldn't come. And the Gemara says that could apply to each one, but as we'll see here, uh, as our Gemara says, it cannot apply to to the sisters that are born from different mothers uh, um, out of wedlock. That's really the case that it couldn't. Rashi has lengthy explanation in, in the scenario and, and, and the diagramming of each one of these cases. But the concept is, when there's a Zika from, from Reuven's death, that Rachel becomes passed on to the brothers. And then when Shimon dies, Leah gets passed on to the brothers. She can't really have Yibum done to her because they already uh, somewhat married to to her sister, and therefore they can't do yibum to her because her sister Rachel, who the widow of the first husband, uh, first brother that died, also is a, in somewhat of a relationship, some Zika marriage to it. So there are two sisters that fall in yibum that cannot happen unless one of them is prohibited, and then the other one is allowed to do yibum. And that's what's not possible over here by, by this other case. And that's why Rebbe said, we're, we're not dealing with this case. Uh, Nigamara uh, proposed another idea that um, this doesn't work according to Rebbe Yehuda. Ravashi says that Rebbe does follow even by Plukta. And the reason why he had a question of this is because he should have seen our Mishnah is talking about Rabbi Yehuda who says that there is a, 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 a prohibition with a woman that was uh, that was connected to the father out of wedlock. In any case, uh, the um, the Gemara goes through a question of what happens if somebody transgressed at various arayas and and then there is a yibum potential out of that. The, uh, those would be cases. The Gemara ultimately says that. Um, uh, that we we do say that it'll passel um, this this idea of anusas aviv this uh, out of wedlock relation with his father would be a pro prohibition. Uh, and and we could have said this actually. Now I want to get to the next gemara because this next gemara is really crucial to the fundamental understanding of how yibum works, and uh, uh, will further develop what we've already been developing in Yibum uh, throughout the Masech. We began with the Masech in a simple case of Yibum. Ruvain dies, he has a surviving brother, Shimon. Shimon now has a transfer of Ruvain's marriage to Shimon. That's called Zika. Shimon now has a mitzvah to marry this woman, and if not, he does Chalitza. Prior to the death of Ruvain, this woman was his, his erva his brother's wife, Eishas Ach. Eishas Ach is a regular erva, and then the Torah suspended that Avera, or the mitzvah supersedes that Avera. We saw two opinions. Is it Dechuya or Hutra? Is the prohibition gone, permissible now? It suspended this, this prohibition because of the mitzvah? Or did we say, no, that the, the, the prohibition is still there, the mitzvah simply supersedes it, and even though, as we saw, over five, six blood, there's no such thing as an assay that supersedes a losus We saw Tosis and Abgimel said, no, that we will say that the assay, the, the mitzvah, will make it supersede even a lav Why? Because mitzvah, that is the mitzvah, the definition of the mitzvah, the structure of the mitzvah is go ahead and marry that which was prohibited to you yesterday, on account of being your brother's wife, I want you to marry her and absorb that marriage of the deceased brother so you can establish 
the home of your brother. So that mitzvah is theirs. But whether we say hutra, that the prohibition is suspended, or we say dechuya, that the prohibition is still there, but the mitzvah supersedes it. That's what, in a simple case, two brothers, one wife, she die, uh, he dies, she passes on to Shimon, the, the surviving brother, and that's the mitzvah. But that is very simple when we're talking about one surviving brother and one wife. But as the Mishnah in the beginning of the Sept already complicated it with what happens if Ruven had two wives. And if he had two wives uh, and one of them is prohibited, can the other one have evil? To which, as we'll see, it's the Halacha uh, Hillel. Soras erba asura, that since Reuven, when he dies, can't pass on the entirety of the marriage, meaning both of the wives, he also cannot pass on even one. And, and even the tsara, the sister wife of the erba, would also be prohibited. Okay, now we're going to get to a further complication, um, which we've already seen, what happens if there are multiple brothers. But here we're going to uh, 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 analyze and really, we're going to have a machlokes for Rebbe and Shlaket that is going to open for us a big discussion as to what is the structure that happens when there are multiple brothers and maybe multiple wives, and one brother does yibum with uh, or chalitza with one other one. So let's say there are five brothers. Now five brothers, and one of them. Uh, uh, one of them uh, passed away, childless. So his wife, now uh, uh, his widow, essentially, she is still married to him, in as much as that marriage gets passed on to the brothers. To which brother? So the halacha is to any of the brothers, even though that we'll see the mitzvah, it is preferable for the eldest to go, and then the next, and then the next. But the, the halacha is, it goes to any of the brothers meaning that any of the brothers now has a, a, a mitzvah to, to reestablish the household, reestablish the household of the deceased brother and, 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 and marry the wife or really uh, complete the marriage. The marriage is somewhat passed on already with Zika. Now, Zika to whom? It's passed on to whom? Seemingly to somewhat to all of them or to either of them. How do we say this? So, uh, um, where does this ramification come out? Now, uh, what's clear is, as soon as uh, one brother does yibum, it's his wife, and, and it, it, she's prohibited to the rest of the brothers. That's obvious. But even if he does chalitza, which essentially ends the zika to himself, well, what about the other brothers? So that ends the zika to the other brothers as well. So the eldest of the brothers comes up and he says, I'm not going to marry you and let's do chalitza. She takes off his shoe. Uh, they do chalitza, done. Chalitza is done, no marriage. The other brothers are, are now uh, allowed to marry her. Are they allowed to marry her? Why would they be allowed to marry her? Because yesterday they were allowed to marry her. In fact, yesterday they had a mitzvah. Now, one brother divorced her by doing chalitza. But the other brothers, yesterday they had a, they, this woman was permitted to them. Is she permitted to them today? Well, actually, two days ago, it was an erva to them. So what happens? Does it go back to that status? Or does it remain in some heter? Or something else happens? Again, Reuven dies and he has four surviving brothers. One brother does chalitza. Chalitza ends the zika to the brothers. On Sunday before Reuven died, they were all, this woman was prohibited to them in an erva of the brother's wife, Eshazah. Monday, they each had a mitzvah to do yibam with this woman. Tuesday, that, that the, one of the brothers did, did chalitza. Now what? Does it go back to the original iser? Is there some new iser? Or does the prohibition, prohibition, is the prohibition gone and now they're actually mutter and they're allowed to marry? 
So that's really the, uh, what we're going to open up in this machlokas. Is that clear, the question that we're addressing? Um, and in the scenario where the, the brother would do yibum and not chalitza, then it seems obvious that it would go back to an isra of Eshazach, right? For the other remaining brothers, right? Well, I don't know if it'll go back to it may not back new. to it. Yeah, it would progress to a new Eshazach. Right, it may be a new Eshazach or the old one. We don't know which one it'll be, but there's an Eshazach. Yeah. There it's going to be us so we understand because right now the second brother is married to this woman and, and, and so it's the brother's wife again. We're only addressing, but what happens if he, he ended that marriage, the Zika? He ended the Zika by, by making a, 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 a chalitza. Now she's no longer an Eshazach because that was all wiped away already with the mitzvah. Right? Now, if we understand this question really is, is uh, much stronger if we understand that hutra, hutra meaning the prohibition is suspended. The erva is gone. So then it makes sense to have such a question. Because uh, yes, it's true on Sunday we had a, an erva, but when the brother died, the first brother died, the 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 um, uh, the the erva was gone because the mitzvah superseded that and not superseded the mitzvah made that there was a suspension of this erva the iser is gone putra and therefore we now have a question well does it ever come back or is there another prohibition that comes back however uh, if we say that it's it's super the mitzvah supersedes it then it's much harder to say that there would be a, a, a prohibition that, that, that the, the erva didn't come back. The erva really never left. It was just that while I have a mitzvah, the mitzvah supersedes it. The mitzvah's gone, then, then of course, if the mitzvah's no longer there, then, then, then the ashes ach is back in place. So that's going to be a question because Teisvis is the one that said that it's, the, the assay supersedes the lois assay. It's in a, on account of that mitzvah, that is the structure of the mitzvah. Great. So we talked about that back then, but that means that really the iser was never suspended. And then it should be obvious that as soon as one brother does chalitza, that, that remains the iser for everyone else. So let's see this Gemara. We are on the fourth line on Yudamitis. Itma. Sorry, this, that was the previous Rabbi uh, Yechon We're on about 10, 12 lines in, second word in, Itma. It was said, Somebody did chalitza, and then he goes ahead and tries to remarry him. He himself. So Reuven passes away. His wife is uh, 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 Zika brings the marriage over to Shimon. Shimon on day uh, on Monday says, "No, I'm, I'm not interested," or she says, "I'm not interested." They do chalitza. Great, chalitza is done. Tuesday they wake up and they say, "You know what? Uh, that was a shame. We should have done that." And he goes and he said, buys her a ring and he says, "Ariat mukadeshes." He he does kiddushin to her. Does that kiddushin take effect? Now, as you remember. Anytime there's an erva, erva kiddushin does not take effect. Because en kiddushin types in the chayve krisis. Erva, if the erva goes back to the original erva, of course the kiddushin won't take effect. However, if we say the kiddushin, uh, that the erva does not come back, and it's just either permissible or chayve lavin, well then, then it should work. Amar Reish Lakish. So Reish Lakish says, Who ain't chayev ala chalutza? Kares va'achin chayev ala chalutza kares. He himself has no kares with the chalutza. Because he himself, 
he, he had the mitzvah with her. He did chalitza. He did chalitza. She is now permissible to him as far as erva goes. Now she's prohibited, and we'll see another prohibition. But uh, the, 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 the erva prohibition is gone. And therefore, Kiddushan would take effect. And she's not allowed to consummate that Kiddushan and that marriage. And therefore, they would need to get. But the Kiddushan would take effect. But the brothers, if they tried that, it would not work. But the brothers do have kares, meaning the erva prohibition comes back to the brothers. However, if Reuven who died had two wives, only on the one he did chalitza does he have a, 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 a mitzvah. Does he have, did he have the mitzvah? And they did chalitza. But the tzara, the other wife, the Isser Eshazach comes back even for him. So essentially what Rish Lakish is saying is it all goes back to the original prohibition. Besides for one, he himself that did chalitza, for him it doesn't go back. Rabbi Yochanan Amar and Rabbi Yochanan says, Bein hu, uveina achin, Nothing. There is no chalitza. After the chalitza, there's no prohibitions. There's no erva for him, for the brothers, for this woman, for the other woman that the mitzvah could have been, because there were two wives of the deceased. No, no erva goes back. There is no erva. My time in the Rish Lakish. The Gemara says, okay, so what's the basis of Rish Lakish? The Torah says uh, uh, that the chalitza is called Beis Chalutz Hanoal, and we say, so shall be done to a man, Asher lo yivne Beis Achim, will not build the household of his brother. Not who chose not to, past tense or present tense, but future tense, Asher lo yivne. Once he did this, he may no longer do evil. He may no longer marry this woman. He may no longer establish a brother's household. So lo yivne says a future. That's it. You're done. After chalitza, prohibited. Kivin shalabana, if he didn't do the binyan, meaning he didn't do yibum, shuv lo yivne, he cannot do it anymore. Now, so Rish Lakish explains, he that did chalitza has the lo yivne, he cannot build that marriage anymore. But the other brothers, they didn't, they didn't do chalitza, so they don't have a lo yivne, they shall not build a household, because they didn't actually do the chalitza. So rather, what happens there? It goes back to the original erva. But, uh, um, but the brothers, as they had a prohibition on Sunday, on account of it being the brother's wife, that goes back to that case, because there's no mitzvah anymore. And only on this woman that did chalitza is there this prohibition of don't, don't come back and reestablish your brother's household because you already did chalitza. Hatzara. But the tzara who never did chalitza, the original prohibition is still there. Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan says, no, no such thing. Can it be such a thing that yesterday, meaning on Monday, the day after the, the, the brother died, they, each one of them had a mitzvah. So if he wants to do yibum to either, any one of them can do yibum to any one of the wives, or any one of them can have chalitza done with, one of the, with any one of the wives. And today you're going to tell them that yesterday you had a mitzvah to marry this woman. And today, you, if, you do, if you make Kiddushan, it doesn't take effect. Impossible. And now it goes back to Akaris. So that would seem sufficient for Rabbi Yochanan's response. He says, no, it can't be. But Rabbi Yochanan adds another line here. Ela Rather, he says, whenever Yibum or Chalitza are being done, it is being done on behalf of all the participants that have the mitzvah. 
Rabbi Yochanan says, there are five brothers, one died, four surviving brothers, one of them does Yibam or Chalitza. He's not only doing it for himself, he is doing it on behalf of all the brothers. And when the, the woman that the Chalitza or the Yibam is being done with, that's being done on behalf of all of the sister wives. It's all, all the mitzvah is happening on behalf of everyone for one. Shlichusa, the Achenkav, doing a shlichus. Now it seems like two separate answers. Rabbi Yochanan could have said, no, they're all doing shlichus. Rabbi Yochanan could have said like this, Rish Lakish, you are right. You're right that once the person who did the mitzvah no longer has the, the, the um, Erva prohibition. He has a new prohibition, the prohibition of lo yivne. He, can't, he can no longer build the brother's household in the future because he's already the Chalitza. That's great. But, but they're all, they all did that because the mitzvah was done for everyone. So they all have that. It would have been sufficient for Rabbi Yechonah to just say that. Or Rabbi Yechonah could have just said the first line. It's impossible that you had something permissible yesterday and without any action is going to become prohibited. Levi, the third the brother, Yehuda, the fourth brother, Yisachar, the fifth brother, they all were permitted yesterday to this woman. Not only permitted, they had a mitzvah. And because one brother went and did chalitza, they are now in a kores. That can't be. That's the challenge that Rabbi Yechonah said. So it seems like two answers that Rabbi, a response that Rabbi Yechonah says, why do we need the two? Is that clear? The two, two aspects are clear? I have a, I have a question regarding Rish Lakish and the Asher Lo Yivna. Okay, why? give me a second, one second. Yeah. I just want to say, the question of Rabbi Yechonah, or recognizing the two aspects of Rabbi Yechonah's response, is that clear or should I repeat that? That wasn't a yes or no. It was either, either. Somebody give me a clue. Two aspects of Rabbi Yochanan. Again, one is he says that the brothers are doing it. The second aspect he said was the brothers all had it done on their behalf as a shlichus, as him representing them. So then they have their mitzvah done too. Or the first part is, how can yesterday be permissible, today become prohibited without any, without any action, without anything happening? So it seems to ask. Yes, Charlie, what's the question on Rishla? My, my question is, if he's using this Pasuk of Asher Loyivna to say that once he did Chalitza, uh, that he can't build his brother's household, but if it doesn't revert back to him being, uh, the Isser being from the original Erva, why can't he just marry her um, to build his own household. Right. Uh, so, so that would be a separate prohibition, layivne. The, the term layivne, the way Rish Lakesh is learning it, is that there's, it indicates he can no longer marry this woman. He cannot marry this woman. That's the meaning of layivne. Not, you cannot establish the brother's marriage, because that anyhow is already done, because once you did Chalitza, the Zika is over. So you can no longer have the brother's marriage. So why did the Torah say, Le'yivne? Le'yivne means you can no longer marry this woman. That's the meaning the Rish Lakish has of Le'yivne. You're right. Charlie is asking a, a very good question. The w- meaning of Le'yivne is you can no longer establish the brother's marriage. Great. Well, maybe I can marry my, on, on behalf of myself. Right? The, the Zika is over. But then it would be sufficient to just say, Chalitza uh, is done. Le'yivne. Why layivne? Layivne means you can no longer marry this woman. However, the erva prohibition doesn't go back. So, Taisvis essentially, um, well, the, the one way, the simplest way to go about this is to say, you know what the machlokas is? The machlokas is, Reish Lakish says that the, the mitzvah was just um, superseded. M- mitzvah just supersedes the prohibition. But the prohibition, the Issa remained in place the whole time. The mitzvah goes away. The prohibition is there. Rish Lakish, that's Rish Lakish. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, the mitzvah suspended the prohibition. 
and therefore yesterday was permissible, today remains permissible. So the question that we had, the machlokas we had between Rashi and Tosos at the beginning of Masechta, do we say that the mitzvah supersedes the prohibition? The isers is the, the, the lav, or is it a heter, is it a hutra? Does it per, make it permissible? It, it, it suspends the prohibition? That seems to be a machlokas rabbi and rishlaki. Now, we never say that. Why wouldn't we say that? Because then what did, how did Rashi understand? Rashi, who is interpreting the Gemara, how did he, at the beginning of the Masechta, how did he understand Rish Lakish? And if this is the Machlokas between Rabbi Yechonish and, and Rish Lakish, why did Tosis pick like Rish Lakish and say that it supersedes, that, that it's a Asei Dochalos Asei? It works under that, right? They both, Rashi and Tosis, knew this Machlokas, Rabbi Yechonish and Rish Lakish, and yet they said their opinions, meaning they both understood that according to Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish, their opinion would be correct. Rashi understood that Yibam works in a mechanism of hutra, that it, supersede, it suspends the prohibition, there's no prohibition left, and both Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish could work this way. And Tosis understood that uh, the mechanism of Yibam is regardless of, uh, is that the Isser is still in place. And even though that the Isser is still in place, it supersedes, uh, the, the Asay, the Mitzvah supersedes it, and that would work both according to Rabbi Yochanan and according to Rish Lakish. So in general, when you have a Machlokas in the Gemara, and you have Machlokas in the Rishonim, we generally say the Machlokas in the Rishonim and the Machlokas in the Gemara is not the same. Because then the Rashi and Tosis wouldn't argue about something that Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish already argued about. Right? right? That, 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 that makes sense. So therefore, we have to look at this machlokas and be able to explain the machlokas both if we say that it's Asedo Halos, say like Tosis, or if we say it's a Hutra and it's totally permissible. So we have a clue here in Tosis. Thankfully, Tosis is Rashi's somewhat. Um, uh, 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 opaque about telling us how he understands this machlokas, but Tosis is not. And Tosis tells us that a new concept. There is a concept where if the Torah has a mega prohibition, an iser kares, and the Torah uh, wanted to put it back and, and then permitted it, even though that was on account of a mitzvah. The Torah wanted to put it back nitkoi, it, uh, it extracted it from its place and put it into a, 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 a new prohibition. Essentially, the Torah suspended the previous prohibition or, or extracted it, nitkoi, extracted it from the previous prohibition and moved it to a lower. That's what Tosa says. Tosa says that it is nitkoi from the Arabo and put it into a new Isser of Lo Yivrin. Look at, at Tosis in Ihu. This is the third um, mid-sized line. Ihu Ihu the Kaiba Lo Yivrin. Eloyav Aksiv Lo says, really, if it had not, the Torah had not written these words, Lo Yivrin, Hava Amina Ameyav Totafilo Hu Al Chalutza Bakaris. That he goes, even he, goes back to the original Ever prohibition? Tosis says they all, in other words, according to Rish Lakish, they all go back to the original prohibition. However, minus one, the one couple that did Chalitza actually, the Torah extracted it from the Kores and turned it into a lav. The Torah said, eh, I don't want you to go back. Since you already did this mitzvah, you did, act, you, you did part of the mitzvah. You did the chalitza aspect of the mitzvah instead of the yibum. True, it's not the ideal, but that's what you did. So you're not going to go back to the original erva. You're going back to a lesser degree. I'm, I'm extracting the erva, which you should have gone back to, and I'm moving it down to a regular lav. Mitko lalav, mikaris. Now, is this a... Uh, uh, is this a, a erva type of prohibition simply on a lower level? Or is it a new prohibition? We don't have time to go into, but that is a great discussion amongst the, the uh, current. Now, what does Rabbi Yochanan say? 
So Rabbi Yochanan, when he, when he disagrees on this, he's going to have to, we're going to focus on uh, what he says. That Rabbi Yochanan is saying it goes back to, um, it never goes back. It never goes back to that prohibition. That, that once it's hutar, it can never go back anymore to that, to that idea. It can't go back. The Torah already suspended that. Now, if Tesis learns that it's, it's completely suspended, that would be great. But we saw earlier that Tesis says that it's a say, that's dukhudalosa say, it's only a dukhuya. So why doesn't it go back? So there, Rabbi Yochanan has to say the second part. Well, actually, each one is represented by the other. The one who did chalitza represented, he did a shlichus for all of them. And since each one did a chalitza, each one had a chalitza done on their behalf, the mitzvah was done and it never goes back to that place for them. It never goes back into that, um, uh, into that, uh, to that prohibition, the original prohibition. So uh, the first aspect that Rabbi Yochanan says is one, once there was a prohibition, it cannot go back to the original prohibition. Once it had an isser, once the isser was gone because of a mitzvah, you, and, and some aspect of that mitzvah was done, it cannot go back to, to the original thing. So, so Rabbi Yechonon needs both aspects. One, that you already had a heter. And if you had a heter, how can it go back? Now we said, wait, why can't it go back? Because the heter was only on account of the mitzvah uh, uh, only uh, uh, the mitzvah superseding the 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 It was an asay dochalos asay. The asay is done. The mitzvah is no longer there. To which he says, "Yeah, but you did a part of the mitzvah on behalf of you as well." There was the chalitza was done because the shlichus was done on behalf of everyone. So that's it. So Tosis also has to say that this Ravel Baruch Finkel brings rias from Tosis multiple places. That Tosis indeed also holds that even in Rabbi Yochanan we say that there is a nituk that the Torah it should have gone back to the original prohibition because after all the the mitzvah is gone and the prohibition was always there. The iser was kaivakayim. It was simply that you had a mitzvah to supersede that. Once the mitzvah is done, it should go back. But to that, we have that, that um, since this one per brother that did chalitza did so on behalf of everyone, so the Torah, when it said lo yivne, it should not it no longer reestablish it, meaning that the Torah took it from a Torah prohibition, from the Karis prohibition, into a regular lav prohibition. So that's the way the Machlokas is understood according to Tosfos. The Rashba has a different Mahalakha. And the Rashba is not here, the Rashba is in Daf Mem. And in Daf Mem, uh, the Gemara actually asks multiple questions about, um, about when Chalitza is done in So the Rashba says like this. Uh, the Gemara says in Daf Memala, Rav and Shmuel have a machlokas. Yuvama that hutra v'nasra v'chazav hutra. A yuvama that became pro, was permissible, per, prohibited, and then permissible. What's the case? Reuven dies, and he has one wife. This wife. Uh, um, and now it falls to Shimon. Shimon is supposed to do uh, chalitza, or yibum. Then, after that, Shimon goes ahead and does kiddushin to the widow's sister. He's not supposed to, but he did. And he went over to the sister and said, Hareyat Mokadeshis. So she is now, the, the Yavama is now prohibited. 
as his wife's sister. But at the fall of the Yibum, it was a good Yibum. And she could have been a good Yibum. Then the brother, uh, 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 the, the, the surviving brother, married the Yavama's sister, prohibiting the Yavama. But then he divorced, uh, she died. What, uh, she died, unfortunately. And now, since she died, he wants to go and reestablish that, uh, uh, that evil. So she was permissible when the, yibum start, when the Zika started. Became prohibited because of an action of the surviving brother. And then became Hutar again. So Rav says, goes back to the first pro- permission. And Shmuel says, uh, The Rashba says over there that she doesn't really go back to the mitzvah of Yibum. You can't do Yibum. Rather, what it means is uh, uh, it goes back to the permission that, uh, uh, the, that there's no longer an Issa Eshazah. Meaning, the Rashma says like this. You cannot, once, once she, so two sisters, Rachel and Leah. Two brothers, Reuven and Shimon. Reuven marries Rachel. Reuven dies. All that's left is Shimon. Shimon goes ahead and he marries Leah. After Rachel is already in Zika. After Rachel is already his Yavama should be married to, marrying him. And he goes ahead and he marries uh, Leah. He shouldn't do that because it's Ahoz Zekuka. So it's the, 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 the sister of a woman that is obligated to him in Yibu. But he did it anyhow. And then she dies. So for a moment, for as ever, however long that condition lasted, Reuven, uh, uh, Shimon was prohibited with the Yavama. But now that the sister died, now it's permissible again. So, so the Rashma learns that everybody would hold, you cannot do Yibam anymore. You cannot do Yibam anymore. Why can't you do Yibam? Because it's not fair to a woman. She's mutter, she's aser, mutter again. It's eno darke noam. It's not, uh, it's not the pleasantness of the ways of the Torah. He brings rise for it. We're not going to go into that. But what he does say is, so what did Rav mean when he says that she's back to her permission? Meaning that she is not an erva. Even though he never did yibum to this woman, she will be uh, uh, prohibited to him, but not an erva. Even though we could say, what? The brother, it's your brother's wife, and you don't have a mitzvah anymore. If it's not a mitzvah, and your brother's wife, so it should remain an erva. As we said before, uh, it, the, 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 er, iser, the prohibition is there the whole time. There's a mitzvah to do. That supersedes it. The mitzvah is gone. So then, so then uh, once the mitzvah is gone, the, the prohibition, the, er, the erva goes back in place. And it doesn't. That's the Rashba. And he says, you know how I know this, the Rashba says? Because we see that's what Rabbi Yochanan says, that the prohibition, original prohibition, never goes back. So Rabbi Yochanan's din is the basis for the Rashba. That's what he says. So what we see is the Rashba understood Rabbi Yochanan to say that the, the, the heter of the, uh, the, uh, is the, the of Eishasach, uh, uh, of being a, a brother's wife that was there when the brother was alive has gone and is no longer there. And now in, in its place is, a, 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 is, is the mitzvah of Yibum. And if the mitzvah is not there, still there is not going to, it's not going to go back to its original, uh, originalism. So what's the, what's the understanding of the Rashba? So uh, um, there are those that explain that this, the basis of this, since the brothers are doing the, 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 the shlichus of, uh, of uh, uh, the, the brothers doing the shlichus of the, 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 the first brother, the, the brother that does chalitza is doing the shlichus of the rest of the brothers. So they all have the mitzvah being done. Um, 
there's no reason for them to be Asr at all. Because since they did the mitzvah, um, and, and, and the mitzvah was, was done in a manner of, of completing the mitzvah, the erva, is, the, the erva is gone. Essentially, this is going to go with the opinion that we said earlier, that the, the, the erva prohibition is suspended when the mitzvah comes. And if they did a part of the mitzvah, chalitzah, and one of them did it on behalf of everyone, that, that, that is suspended. That is gone. So essentially, what we have here is, Teisvah says, really, the original prohibition is in place. Simply, the Torah gave us a new term. The Torah says that whoever does chalitza, shuv yivne. Shuv yivne means that there's a new lab, a diminished lab. The Torah extracted it from the larger super lab of kares and moved it down to a lesser lab. And Rabbi Yochanan says, they all are doing it on behalf of, uh, they all did it because one did it on behalf of all of them. So they all have the, the super lab moved into the lower lab. However, according to, uh, according to uh, the Rashba, he's saying, no, the Isser Eshesach is gone. The Isser is, is, is gone because they each had the mitzvah and it's gone really for all of them. It's gone for all of them. And, and it's gone for all of them because they all had a mitzvah yesterday. And how can it be that yesterday something was permissible, then it became prohibited, then it became permissible again? It can't be. So you see the Rashba holds that Isser is gone and remains gone for all the brothers. And therefore, Rabbi Yochanan says, how can it be yesterday was something was permissible and today it's going to go back to an Isser? Where did that Isser come from? Because, because Reuven, who's dead, was, was married to this woman, but that Isser is already permissible. And then no new, pro, uh, no new erva came into being. That's why Rabbi Yochanan says, the erva is gone. The erva is gone, and so what is there? A prohibition of Le'yivne. Now, the, the Rambam seemingly holds that this is a derabana. It isn't even a de'oraisa prohibition, which would fit with Charlie. Charlie says, good. So I don't have Loyivna, I can't remarry, but I could just marry her for, for myself, not for the deceased brother. So the Rambam seemingly would hold that would apply. And the Rambam says, Midrabanan, there's a Loyivna. There's a big kasha on the Rambam. The next lines in the Gemara ask according to Rabbi Akiva. And Rabbi Akiva, we know, holds that, that Chayve Lave, not only a super lav of Erva, of Kares, but even a basic lab. Also, Kiddushin are not typhus. Kiddushin don't take effect. And so the Gemara asks on that. Now, according to the Ramam, it's a Dorabana. It's not a Chayvei Lavin. It's a Dorabana. And of course, Kiddushin takes effect in something that's permissible Minatora and prohibited Midorabana. So the Gemara makes no sense. So, uh, so from our Gemara, we're going to have to say without the Ramam, and the Ramam will have to explain some other way, our Gemara clearly is saying that there would be a Torah love, but a simple love. According to the Rashba, we're going to have to say that the erva, is the erva is gone, and it can't be that yesterday was a prohibition. So today, uh, 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 um, yesterday's prohibition is here because that's gone already. In fact, it became a mitzvah on each one of the brothers. So they don't have an erva anymore. And once the chalitza is done, really the chalitza should be permissible. So here are the two aspects of Rabbi Yochanan. First, stuff, first point he says, you have to understand, once the Torah made it permissible, the erva is gone. How can it be yesterday this woman was a mitzvah for them to marry? Each one of them had an individual mitzvah to marry this woman. And today you want to say that it's an erva? How can it be? But the brother never remarried. There's no new Eshazah, and we understand this because the, the, the erva was suspended, completely ended. It was hutra. It was per, made permissible. So then why uh, is there a prohibition on the brothers, even a, a, a lesser level, uh, a simple level? There, are, uh, there he needs the second part. And that's why Rabbi Yechonin said two reasons. One is the erva iser is gone. But uh, additionally, since the brother that did chalitza, did chalitza on behalf of all the other brothers. Now they each have the prohibition of leaving it. 
That's the two aspects of Rabbi Yochanan according to the Rashba. Number one, the, the, the erva, original erva, erva of the deceased brother, gone. That ended with the mitzvah. The mitzvah came and each one of the surviving brothers had the mitzvah. So each one of them has the, has, no longer has an erva. In fact, it would be permissible for them to marry, as Charlie asked. Let them marry. The Torah teaches, you did chalitza, you can't marry this woman anymore. Well, what about the other brothers? There's no erva, and they didn't do chalitza. To that, Rabbi Yochanan adds, actually, he's doing the shlichas. So, we find over here like this. According to Tosvas, Rabbi Yochanan is saying that they do the shlichas to bring it down a notch. Really, according to Tosvas, to all the brothers, it should be erva, a super love. But since the brother is, that's doing evil, that's doing chalitza, is doing it on behalf of the brothers, so that everybody's in this lower level, the Torah nitkoi, that brings it down to a lesser love. According to the Rashmas, the other way around. Really, they should all be permitted. Because there's no erva anymore. But one is prohibited because he did chalitza. And the Torah said, Lo yivne, if you do chalitza, you cannot reestablish that home. Oh, so that's only him. What about the brothers? So the shlichus is actually making it a, a notch up, taking it from permissible to prohibition. Simple law. So that's a, a fundamental machloikas here in Tosis and, and in the Rashba and how to understand the mechanism of, of Yibum. But what we see is that the mitzvah goes to all the brothers. The mitzvah goes to all the brothers. Each one of them has the erva suspended or superseded. And then it'll either go back to the original erva or uh, even if it doesn't go back to the original erva, it would uh, 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 like the Rashba, it at least remain a Isser Lav of Lui. You have to go to Mincha. We'll leave it at that. If you have more questions on this or want to clarify it, I'm happy to do so uh, afterwards. Shukaf for joining and thank you, Joaquin.